What's going down, my party people, my family, my tribe? It's your girl, the Radical Redhead. And actually, it's really red now. Wait till you see it. That's not the point. It's your girl, the Radical Redhead, Cole Phillips, coming to you with another absolute fire episode of No Ordinary Church Girl, candid conversations on love, pain, and everything in between. What's going down? I am so ready to, like, bust at the seams and get out of the country. Not because I don't like America. You know what? I'll tell you what. I'm just going to get right into it. Let's get into some last week's news you, you're going to use. Last week's news you most certainly won't use. So, our, um, yeah, I'm ready to get out of the country. But I'm marrying a man who's scared to get out of the country. We'll get into that later. So, it's it's we're having some trouble in paradise about getting out of the, the country. Because... I'm ready to get out of the country. Did I say that enough? I am. I'm ready to get out of the country. And um, not because I don't like my country. I just like to travel a lot. And I don't understand why the man that I'm getting ready to marry tries to restrict my ability to get out of the country. So I'm just going to quit poking fun at him and let you guys know today's the day. We finally get to close out our series, Just Do It, with DeMario in the house with your girl. It's Bubba and Burgundy. If you didn't know, that's what it is. I'm Burgundy because of my hair, and he's Bubba because that's his family nickname that he's had forever. Is that right, dear? Thought I was Mister. No, you. We already established Mister has been gone. Like they that's know your fine. name. That's fine. That's fine. Is you sure? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. You sure? Yes. I'm okay. Sure. I'm, I'm getting ready to go in on you. I just want you to know. So, guys, here's the deal. So, tell the people why I can't go out the country. Uh, mm-hmm. because of the virus right now. Ain't that why? No. Uh, what are you referring to? Because you, I'm not going out of the country. I don't know them people over there. I'm gonna, I got, I, I'm going somewhere with all of this. If you guys know me, you know. I don't just say stuff and don't have something to tie it to. So you don't know nobody wherever I want to go. Is that right? True. And so how are we ever going to travel if you got to know everybody when we get there? We just went to Dominican Republic. What do and you, you ain't know nobody there? Yeah. And you drove me insane. Guys, we went to the Dem- Dominican, but I tell you what, we went in and we got to that resort and that's where we went in. <laughs> yeah, like people was coming up missing and People come up, and- I mean, people come up missing all the time out of the country. Yeah, like yeah. seriously. You came up missing for about an hour and I, it I was panicked. not an hour. I was ready to shut the whole country down. It was not an hour. Somebody was looking in our room, y'all. Oh Tell my me. lord. Okay, he no. No. Yeah. No. Yes. No. Somebody put a flashlight in our room, and then I woke up the next morning, and she wasn't in bed. And I like the wind crazy. <laughs> so I'm storming all through the... We have a huge little villa, and... And I'm on, she's on the, the patio deck, whatever you want to call it, where the beautiful ocean is like... This is like, I got to give y'all sound effects. You know, it's like that. You know, imagine it for my island people. You know, you know what that feel like. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm on the doggone patio, y'all. I'm enjoying the sun coming up. I had to leave because the birds was doing too much, but it's beautiful. I'm just enjoying a relaxing place. Got a nice little, little. I mean, it wasn't little. The villa wasn't little. No. Had a little wraparound deck. It was it was pretty nice, if I say so myself. Yeah, and this man can't even enjoy it because he don't know everybody. That was certainly news you cannot use. I mean, that's why it's this segment. Doesn't matter. So, um, anyways, so family, here's the deal. Like, my boys are growing up before my eyes. 
like I took, we took some family photos. And so I'm taking the time to do this because I'm sick of y'all in my DM asking about where's Mr. Mr. is busted up. That's where Mr. is. <laughs> so I have a beautiful family that I cannot wait to take lovely pictures with because I love capturing moments on film and I love a reason to get dressed up and take photos like I, I, I will do that all the time okay didn't want to be a model but I love doing that so I say that to say I've been getting asked you know there's a lot of pictures that are floating around me and the boys you know and I'm like well yeah we one it was primarily because my 16 year old was turning 16 um, and we hadn't had any family photos in a while like the last time I did them I promise you guys, they look completely different. Would you agree? I agree. Oh, my gosh. Like, And those photos are actually only three years old. I say only, <laughs> but when you look at them three years ago, they look like they were like they 10 and 8. They grew 7 inches. Oh, like my years. word. And so, um, you know, there's these questions like, is everything okay with you and Demario? I noticed you haven't took any pictures yet. I'm like, I'm trying to... You know, in a, in a tactful way, because I don't owe nobody. Not, look, I love y'all, but let's just be clear. When it comes to my personal life, I share what I want to share. And then he's looking at my hand because my hand is busted. I know he's getting ready to say something about it. But anyways, I'm going to let you talk in a minute. So <laughs> this, this happens all the time, just so y'all know. This is like normal. Um, but so I'm taking pictures of my boys because honestly, I'm easing them into this new family they're getting ready to have. Um, this is all new to them, just like it's all new for Demario's kids. And what I, I'm just trying to close out a chapter of you guys are still my boys. This doesn't change anything. Um, and then letting them have that moment before everything shifts. And that's really what that was about. And it was also because I wanted to capture while I could. These jokers, like, I feel like next year, TJ's going to have a full beard. I mean, I'm so just... I don't know, because his, his chin is, like, literally starting to get like yours. It's really making me uncomfortable. So, anyhow, I say that to say, we're going to take our engagement photos. Like, I'm going to give y'all the fire. Don't worry, because they're going to be real. You're going to love them. Just know. Oh, I said it, because I don't, I don't do anything mediocre. You know this. So, my point is, yeah, when we do take these photos, I'm, don't be mad, because your man don't look like mine. <laughs> wow, thank you. Wow. Because when you dress high. up, you 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 look really good. So, Just saying. About, so I don't look good when I dress down? You're country. Like, I love you, but, you know, I love your GQ look. Like, that's just, you know who I am. I love when you get GQ'd. I do. Like, gotcha. it's very, it turns on. Okay, no Song of Solomon. This segment's getting very long. So anyways, my point is, we took photos, and it was fun, and it was exciting, and I look forward to taking our photos, because... I'm going to mess with you. It's going to be so much fun. Anyways, that's mm. my news you absolutely cannot use. Bubba's here. I'm super excited about it. But another news, um, my youngest, he, uh, he was exposed to COVID. Now, he doesn't have COVID. We got his results. They're negative. He was exposed. And this boy about went ballistic. Like his, and I appreciate it though. Like, here's the thing. I, I definitely appreciate it, but it was just really interesting. He's like, well, you got COVID. If I got it, you got it. Cause I'm all up in your face, but you know what? I don't mind. And he got, he would get all up underneath my neck. This boy does not do that. I'm like, what is that about? So I kind of felt like, and I'm going somewhere with this family. I kind of felt like, are you trying to keep DeMario away? <laughs> Cause you're like all up on me. You got COVID. He can't come. <laughs> 
And I'm like, the boys like you. They really do. I just think there's like, there's moments, and you've probably felt it, that the territory starts to come into play. I, I'm starting to feel a little bit of it, but it's just weird for me, guys, because I've never had that. But then it's always been just us. It's been just us or their dad. And they already know where dad stands, you know. So then here comes Demario. Wait a minute. What you doing? You infiltrating this space. It's been three years. But they haven't been around you for three years. It's been three years for us. They haven't been around you. So we're going to talk about that, you ladies and gents. So on that note, how about I just throw that out the window? Because I don't even know where I was going at this point. I just wanted y'all to know that, you know, hey, we're here and we're about to have some fun. So, okay, just do it. It's my turn. Just do it. You should love again. I don't, I'm just kidding. But it is just do it. We're closing it out. And we're going to talk about my side of how I got to this place with Demario. So when we last talked, it's been so long ago, just so you, you all know. So why don't you tell the people what happened? Why it took us so long to get back here? Um, <laughs> well, I was just actually getting ready for basketball season. Uh, so I was exercising, playing basketball. I wish I could see I am, face. I am a He is a, a former, former slash, athlete. This is my time or yours? You're right. Uh, I'm a basketball ref. I referee college basketball and high school basketball. So I was just trying to get ready because the season was coming up within a month. So I was out with two of my brothers and a lot of my friends and we was just playing basketball. Who are younger than him? Anyway. Had, a, had a freak accident, you know. Um, I was just running, and my leg didn't agree with my mind. So it it separated. <laughs> so <laughs> I tore my Achilles. Yes. That's what she said. He says. tore so, his Achilles. And you know what that meant? That meant the wedding's on hold. That meant engagement photos are on hold. That meant we're not traveling. You know what that meant? That meant... He's working my nerves because he's extra needy. Did I say that loud enough? I did. Yeah, she's only came and seen me one time oh, in yeah. two months. Yeah, because I'm busy. But I'm needy. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so he's kind of delayed some things, and he's really worked my nerves a little bit about this Achilles situation. But in saying that, um, how did I get to loving this guy? Well, um, we, Italian Stallion and I have talked about it and, and Damar and I have talked about it and I'm going to be very calculating how I say this because people take stuff and family, you know how it is. You'll say something, people are like, oh, she ain't really want it. She just <laughs> like, no, don't twist my words. So I'm going to be very careful in how I say this. So uh, the precision is that I can be, I'm going to use it now. So what I typically looked for previously, I was a very vain woman. I'm, I'm okay with saying that. I looked for the man that matched my energy in the sense of does he have the power position does he walk in a room and command attention does he um is he tall is he bright is he like these are things that you know in an earlier episode that you'll hear that we talked about um me and, and a guest rather about preferences right then preferences will take you outside because the scope of purpose and so when I met Demario there was something about him that was just peaceful. Like I can't really explain to the ladies out there what it was. It it was not what he looked like. And I'm saying that because many are like, oh dang, she ain't like him. He must not have been fine when she seen him. No, what I'm saying is is that I felt complete peace when I was around him. 
And I never felt that with any guy I'd been around, unless they were Italian Stallion, which is my brother. If they were someone I called a brother, completely platonic, no no love interest, right? Those people, yeah, I had peace being around them. I felt protected. I felt secure when I was in their space. Not somebody I was interested in in an intimate manner. I didn't, no. It, it, there was always this apprehensiveness about my heart, like, like if I if it was a pretty boy and you know I refer to pretty boys all the time I call my boys pretty boys, yeah you you straight unfaithful I already know like I already typecast you it didn't even matter if that even wasn't who you were but that's what I saw so I already had my heart on lock and key right mm-hmm. and when I talked to you and you know even your presence on social media because that's how we met guys he he still can't stand that but I mean he. Dropped it in the DM. I'm just saying. That's what he did. Not mm. once, but twice. <laughs> Maybe even more than that. You did, but you were but that's the thing. My interactions with you were constantly um they were they were very kind. Like that was your interaction. You were always kind. You were never out of out of the way. Um there was one post I came across, an old post that you had commented on. This was before we even started dating. But even your comments, you would say something, you're so beautiful. Or, you know, um, you would do little cute little woman crush Wednesday kind of stuff. You would do like a little hashtag in there or something. And I'd be like, oh, you're so sweet, you know. But not like, oh, little boy, you're so cute. You're so sweet. It wasn't that. It was like, oh, wow. Like, instead of saying you're so fine. Like, men, you can say certain words to women like myself that just turns us off. Like, yeah. you know, you could say you're beautiful, but then you slide in, you're so beautiful in that body. Yeah, you just canceled out what you just said because now you let me know. You see sex when you see me. Like, that's, that's, women feel that. And I didn't feel that from, from you. Like, it was, you were just always really kind in your demeanor. You were so sweet. Like, and, and, okay, guys, I'm going to be my super spiritual self. Um, when you think of who Jesus is, he, he's referred to as a sweet scent or a sweet presence. Right. Right. And that's just, to me, that's what you bring and what you continuously brought. And so I was like, Tyler. Hmm. And I'm a person who always likes to look at new stuff anyway. So, and I think you know that about me. I'm not afraid to try something new. And I was like, well, it's not that far. And I always equate guys, me being from Michigan, I'll equate like, okay, it's like driving to Muskegon. Muskegon from where I'm from is like an hour and a half. I was like, eh, I've driven to Muskegon by myself before. No big deal. I could do that. Yeah. Now, mind you, I'm driving to a, a place that I don't know to a person. I don't know of which nobody there I know. <laughs> that sounds really smart for a lady. And we talked about that. But I just did. And I had someone at my house that day. Shout out to Tamika. Tamika die. Hey, girl. She was at my house. I said, look, if I don't come back, call the police. This is where I'm going. I'm going to text you where I'm at every moment. And I did. Wherever I was, I would text her or send with iPhones. You can send your location. I'm like, here's my location right now. Um, But you just had this this sweet, peaceful, I'm not going to let anything happen to you presence. And you still have that to this day. And I think that women, when you're, especially those who are looking for a husband, it goes beyond his money. It really does. Because money you can have at any moment. And you can lose at any moment. Right. Um, money is a tool. And I don't think we look at that like we should. It's a tool in this world to get things. Yes, to get ahead, to to have freedom. It's a tool. But when you're talking about a relationship and being with someone who loves you unconditionally, now don't get me wrong, we get on each other's nerves. We just did it this morning. Like we literally misread each other 
we're still learning how to better read each other. Um, and, and we'll just, <laughs> we'll deal with that. But I think the thing that we do well is we really do, and we're working, we're working towards living out that scripture of love. Like we're patient with one another. Um, I have a spirit of cutoff, y'all. Now, now y'all don't know this about me, so I'm going to share this. Mm. I have a very strong spirit of cutoff. And that comes from growing up in an abusive household. That also comes from just the various of things I've went through from a trauma place. And I know that. And that's something that I'm continuously working on because you can offend me. And depending on the level of offense, I'm done with you for the rest of your life. Like you could die and I'd be like, oh, that's too bad. And keep it moving and have no kind of feelings about it. And that's not healthy, guys. Like it's not. And I can admit that. But it's so funny that every time that little spirit tried to creep up and we would have a disagreement. And and I actually did it one time. And for whatever reason, this this loving man just wouldn't leave me alone. Because when I say I was like, I would I would go hours without responding to text messages. He would, you know, just say, can I just at least take you out? I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. Like, I just was like trying to be done. And God was like, really? To the point where, I don't think I told you this, there, there was a point where my heart would get tugged on. Like, why are you treating this man so mean? He's done nothing but be upfront, honest. And honestly, when he was with you, completely faithful. You knew when he was doing it, where he was doing it, how long he was doing it. And he didn't even have to tell you that. He didn't, you didn't ask that of him, but he wanted to make sure you were secure in knowing that I have no intent of not being faithful to you. But yet, you just want to run. You just, you just, you just going to go. And ultimately, the thing that turned it for us and for me to say, okay, I'm not going to ever look back, was New Year's Eve. I think that was, I don't know what year it was, but it was, you know, don't you? 20, it was going into 2019. Was it? Was it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was 2018 going into 2019. And then I'm going to be quiet and let you talk. <laughs> but, let him use you. <laughs> but it was, this man reached out. Okay. So it's like, happy new year. And he tried to kiss me and I gave him my cheek. You remember that? Mm-hmm. And I left the house. I mean, when I tell you, it was like Jesus was just hanging over my head. Like, you really? still give me that cheek. No, I don't. Quit lying. <laughs> Quit lying on, on a Jesus show. No. <laughs> but, like, I turned my cheek, and I, I didn't have any reason. It was just me acting out from a place of pain and not wanting to ever be there again and so afraid. Like, nope, this ain't real. Like, it's a camouflage. He's going to rear his little crazy head, and then I'm going to be mad, and I'm not letting him around my kids. That was a big reason why you hadn't met my kids yet. It was like, mm-mm, you mean the kids, and something happened, I'm going to have to kill you. And then I'm going to go to prison, and then my kids ain't. Like, I, I go a lot of places, y'all. Forgive me. My point is, when I turned my cheek to this man, it was like God himself was like, uh-uh, uh-uh. He, was, he followed me home. I went home shortly after. He was like, really? That's what we're doing? Really? Really? You do realize that this man really loves you. He really loves you. Did you see how he looked when you did that? I think you broke his heart. I think you did. Is that who you are? And I was like, wow, am I going to go all the way home in the new year with this? Mm. It's like, really? This man really loves you. This man calls your kids his kids. This man celebrates, cheers. He's like one of your biggest cheerleaders, and you give him a cheat? He wasn't even trying to grope you. He didn't do anything. All he wanted was a kiss, a happy new year. He just wanted some joy. And all the way home, go to bed. It's like, Demario, 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 Demario. You did Demario dirty. You did Demario dirty. You did Demario. I was like, okay. And from that point on, it was like I just saw your heart, your heart being real for me and just 
like, shoot, Italian stallion. I'm telling on the Italian stallion. He even told me, he's like, he really loves you. But that's everybody that interacts with you. They know that you really do love me. Like that's so evident. Was that and, your impression of my voice? No. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, you know, I, really I got him to come you. on. He really loves you. Man. It's so deep. You know yeah, you deep. You got that sexy, deep voice. You know, I'm, I'm deep. You like deep. That sounded like Lenny from Of Mice and Men. <laughs> come on Mice now. Of Mice and Men. Yeah, I remember Lenny. So, uh, bro, you really love you. He really you. loves you. <laughs> Give me the rabbit. I want to play. You know what? I was not... <laughs> In short, family, what am I saying? What am I saying? I'm saying that when it comes to love, when it comes to open up your heart to love, your preferences have to get thrown out the window. Your comfort zone has to get thrown out the window. Why am I saying that? Because beauty fades, number one. Now, is this man handsome to me? Yes, he is. There's things about him I can't talk about. It's not, it's not godly, but he's handsome, okay? Thanks. I just had to do that because I just wanted to see how your face is good. <laughs> But he he is Yes he's handsome Yes when I look at him I am happy to be with him It's not Because again Your flesh will do things to you And get you in a lot of trouble Guys and girls You'll see someone Again the grass is greener On the other side stuff Right The grass is green Whatever you actually fertilize Or take care of it And when you're in relationships You gotta know That this individual One loves you For your good You're badly Bad and indifferent And I know that Demario loves me that way You also need to know um, If I go off of what A Proverbs 31 woman is Guys Can I just help you With something Everybody focuses On a lot of things Within Proverbs uh, When it comes to Proverbs 31 I'm a Proverbs 31 woman Can I tell you something And I'm gonna be quiet And let my man talk Um, Proverbs 31 says and it's verse 23. I'm reading from the God's I'm reading from the God's word translation. Her husband is known at the city gates when he sits with leaders of the land. There is nobody, and I do mean nobody, at least in Dallas, Fort Worth, and probably other places, that don't know Demario Murphy. Okay. Um, here's the thing. If I had an issue, I don't, but if I did have an issue with being faithful, um, that would be taken care of because I don't think I could go anywhere without his cousins, his friends, his brother, cousin, whoever he is. They call him bro, his sis, whoever. Ain't that Demario's fiance? It is. What's she doing? Who is that? That better be a family member. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but not only that, he's known as a good man. When it says respect, this man is known as a good man. He's known as a man who would take the shirt off his back if you need it. He will be there for whoever, however, whenever, to the point where. I mean, I'll probably have to end up pulling him back and saying no at some point when we when we get to that place. But to know that you have a person that is respected like that, to know you have a person, and I'm talking ladies to you, that loves you good, bad, and indifferent. So here's the deal. I got moles on my body I can't stand, and I can't wait to get them removed. Yes, I told you I'm vain, and that's something I am going to do, okay? I'm okay with saying that. But this man does not even, like, it doesn't phase him, but it's just something that I don't like. But he still loves me, again, good, bad, or indifferent. I may not be the 24, 36, 34, is that what it is? I don't know the numbers mm-hmm. no more. <laughs> I'm a thin thing. I'm tall and I'm a thin thing, right? But I'm his thin thing. I'm his tall, thin thing. Right again. So I think that um, when you're looking for love again and when you're being a person who has been bruised and battered the way I have in relationships to have someone that I know I can totally be open and leave my heart completely open to and not put all the titanium walls around it that he's got to fight through. Like my heart is completely, completely open to you, darling. So if you do stab it, I'm killing you. 
and I said it for all the world to know. So now that you have a little bit of time left, what would you like to say? <laughs> I mean, it was about my story. You told yours. Just, just do it. I think it's, it's, just, it's so big. We talk about it a lot. Um, uh, I call it chasing the wind. If you, if you don't, if you're not happy fully of what you have, you'll chase the wind. And there's many women that's out there right now and men um, for you women. I think, I think if you, if you don't value what you have and it's not God sent, you're going to look, you're going to chase that wind. And if you start chasing that wind, guess what? You're never going to catch it. You can't catch the wind. And so that's, that's the thing with dating. If you're going to not be faithful or something to that person, you're going to chase the wind. So I I was kind of chasing it on New Year's Eve. I thought I was fixing to be back out there in the, on the free agent market. Wait, what? What you mean? Yeah, gave me that cheek, and I said, "Yeah, I was trying to bring the New Year's in. How I'm gonna live the whole year with a kiss? So I wasn't gonna be kissing that cheek all year. (laughs) Have you kissed the cheek all year? Uh, About half of it. Oh, I'm gonna be quiet. (laughs) (laughs) No, but other than that, I think I think like we said in the first session, just do it. Is is just doing it. I stayed after her because I prayed for her. I prayed about her." And that's just as genuine as it gets. It's like, you know, we've all dated someone that we knew, man, we not, I really don't even want to see you tomorrow. <laughs> and so, uh, and so we, we dated that person, but this was totally opposite. It was the, it was the sense of, I don't want to live without you another day. So it was kind of like, let's do it. Let's, let's go after it and, and do what I can. And so. And I got to tell y'all, um, I told y'all I'm vain, right? So I like taking pictures, right? He got gorgeous kids, and I got good-looking kids. These photos going to be banging. Okay, I'm sorry. I digress. <laughs> God is good. <laughs> like, we going to be the black Kim Kardashians. Or Kardashians. Yeah, um, boy, it. we ain't going to be them because they they special. Shout out to the Kardashians if you're listening. No shade, but. Yeah, we can't go that far. <laughs> oh, what would you say, you know, when you, because th- you went through, you know, a really rough um, relationship, you know, and, and our kids know my, my kids are a lot younger in terms of the divorce. They weren't, they, they don't have much reference, you know? And I think for you, the kids, they were older and, and yeah. they've seen a lot more. But how, how was it for you stepping out and really pursuing someone like me? What were your thoughts when it came to the kids? Uh, that was the final step. The kids were, they saw the arguments no, mostly verbal, all verbal, but just to know that it's, it was more than me in it. And, um, but it was up to me to get out of it. I yeah. think it was, it was just a self check. It was, it was the fact of, do you want your kids dating someone like you are inside of this relationship? And that's not who you are. Yeah. And so I think, I think the main thing with that was just seeing those faces, you know, I said a lot. My youngest saved my life. She changed. Mm-hmm. She changed my outlook on everything in life. And so, just to see them and and then see them now. Fast forward to now of of how happy they are for the person I'm with and and her and my oldest daughter. They they got they talk more than we talk. And so, I think that uh, kids are themselves. And when they're when they're old enough to make that decision, you have to let them make it. And so. 
but at the same time, when you're in love, you're just in love. So we took it. We took our time. We we were patient about it. We courted each other. Actually, he, no, you're telling a story. No, oh, excuse me. <laughs> Let him use you, Dan. Go ahead. Um, you start were way faster in introducing me to your kids than I was. Oh yeah, I didn't. Um, you didn't see my kids for like almost two years in. I want to say, and then it was like six months later you proposed to me. So that's probably why they responded the way they did. Like, what the heck? Yeah, well, <laughs> he I mean, just I, got here. You just got to know your kids. You know, I think I think with the boys, they're very protective. They are of of who mom is, and so it's kind of like. Who is this Negro? Like, okay. Yeah. And so with me, I'm just, I'm a people's person. I don't meet a stranger. And so um, if he's a stranger, she's a stranger. And I'm not supposed to be <laughs> in their life because I try to make people as comfortable as possible. And why build in a relationship? So with the boys, I think I'm just getting on their nerves. I'm just going to keep getting on their nerves because they ain't got no choice. And I think that they now... They, um, well, and I told you this, I think the biggest compliment to you from my oldest TJ was when he said he reminds, he reminds me of dad. You know, I'm always checking in, not that they have the final say of anything, but it is important that their emotional well-being, I say it all the time, is my top priority. And for, for TJ to say, he reminds me of dad, like that his dad is his best friend. You know, he's out in Texas Tech right now. I'm a little salty because I kind of wanted to go, but (laughs) it's all good. You know, that's dad's, you know, I let dad do what dad does type of thing. But, um, you know, just that's that's what it is. Like dad's his best friend. And for him to say someone reminds me, reminds him of his best friend. For me, it was all good. Like regardless of our relationship, you know, to know my son says, no, he's he's safe, basically. You know, and, and that that was a great thing. You know, Sean is Sean. Sean's the talker. Sean's the communicator. If he don't like you, he's going to let you know. Right. His, his his vibe, his posture, even the fact that he went back in the house to say bye to you, mm-hmm. you know, recently when they left. You know, that's just, that's Sean. If he if he thinks you're good people, his his actions will tell you more than anything. He'll talk to you because he's a talk, period. But his actions will tell you. And so I, I'm excited about what's to come for us because I feel like the kids are evolving as the stability of our relationship is there. And, I, and that's always important when you all are out here dating is, especially with kids, stability is everything. So you can't, and this is for the guys and the girls, don't, don't do the revolving door. If there's somebody like DeMario said that you know is just not for you, um, don't put them in front of your kids. You know, I'm not going to encourage you to do anything toxic because it's not going to help you for the one that you are meant to be with. But don't put them in front of your kids. Because your kids are developing relationships with these people and they internalize and they feel like that they could, um, you know, in a sense, they might feel like they did something as to why that relationship ended. Right. So what do you want to say to the people? I know I talked a lot, but how do you want to close this segment out? What would you say about just do it as it relates to getting back into love again, opening yourself up and being willing to um, let somebody fully into your heart? Uh, I think you just have to stay even keel. Don't don't get too high and don't get too low on yourself. Um, it if you're real with yourself, it's gonna show. It's gonna if you're not ready, the signs will show. And if you are, do just do whatever you feel is right, and that's a wise for you because I think when someone stays on your heart, it it could be 
either way, maybe you've hurt them and you want to apologize, or if it's someone new, maybe it's something about them that you just you have to know, and that's what I did, and and uh, I mean, it, that's just how it, how it goes. I prayed about it. I reached out. I wasn't too I wasn't too pushy. I wasn't uh, disrespecting anyone, and I just made sure of that. So I think you just need to be real with yourself and know, hey, that's for me, and that's what I did. So there you go. And for me, ladies, it's just about being open, um, allowing God to show you Himself in that man, because that's what I see in Demario every day. He what he said is absolutely true, and it's who he is. He doesn't push. He he doesn't. He's extremely patient with me <laughs> anyway. Um, he's patient. He doesn't push situations. He doesn't bring pressure into my life. Um, he brings peace, and that's who God is. God is is peace. And I said something, and I know it probably hurt his feelings, and I'm saying it publicly because I want to I clarify that statement. God is the ultimate peace, and God put something in front of me that I thought was very it made things, it put things in perspective as it relates to your man, ladies, and you don't want to do this to him. When he loves you the way DeMario loves me, he'll do anything he can for you. And that's just fact. And I've seen it. He, he'll run through a wall if it means your security. He'll stand before fire if it means you won't get burned. That's, that's what that man, that's how he looks at you, right? And, you know, DeMario said it in our, our first episode that he that finds a wife finds favor. That's his favor. That's his treasure, right? And so he's going to protect and, and provide and, and bring peace. But what you don't want to do is make him God. And so when I would say things like, you're my sanctuary, well, that's God. Like only God can bring that. And to put that on a man when he fails, guess what that does? That, that takes him way low. And you're putting him in a space of God. And so I didn't say that to hurt him when I told him you can't be my sanctuary. And I can be a bit blunt sometimes. And that's something I, I've worked on and still working on. Um, but he brings that out of me. The, the areas that I could be softer in, that's something that a lot of my closest friends are noticing. And that's why they're so excited about him. They're like, you're a little more emotional now. You're a little, you're a little kinder with your words. And I'm like, well, whatever. It's DeMario. <laughs> but you want someone who enhances you and makes you better, not for the things that you can buy and the things that you can be seen in, but who you are as a person. And I believe we do that for one another, but don't make them God. You're supposed to pray to God so you know how to help each other be who God called you to be. But when you start putting things on them that makes them God, you're putting pressures on them that they will never be able to fulfill, that they'll never be able to really walk into, and that's unfair. And so be just be mindful of what you put on people that you love because that can create a bit of toxicity. And that was something that God did show me. And I was just like, okay, so he can bring you peace, but he can't be your ultimate peace because right. that's who I am. So, but he is still, he bring a whole lot of peace and pieces of things that y'all don't need to know. Oh, Lord. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm having fun today, okay? I'm happy. We haven't seen each other and I don't know how long, so. About a month. Yeah, and that's his fault because he crappy Achilles. Anyhow, I hope you guys enjoyed this love section. Bubba's going to be back more. Uh, we're going to have our own little segment, Bubba and Berg, or Bub and Berg. I don't know what we'll call it. Just be prepared. We'll talk things love because this is love, pain, and everything in between. So we got to talk things love, pain, relationships, and how to grow because this is a part of my life. And as I evolve, and I want you all to continue to grow in God together. That's what we say. That's what we do here at Knock Nation. So, family, you know what to do. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure 
to hit us up. You actually can find us on Instagram. We'll start growing that more and engaging there. But Bubba and Burgundy, we're actually on Instagram. Uh, but also be sure, as you know, No Ordinary Church Girl, Facebook and Instagram. Hit me up, DM, comments. We want to hear from you and we'll engage with you. And Bubba will too. Or do you want them to call you, Demario? What would you like the family to call you? Whatever. Whatever feels comfortable rolling off of your tongue. See, uh, I'm going to leave that there. All right, family. So you know what I say. <laughs> As always, may your Monday be far from ordinary and your week manifest into God's best. Love you much. We'll talk again soon.